Hey, hey, welcome to The Eva Show. I'm Eva Miller. As a domestic violence survivor turned life and wellness coach, I'm on a mission to help you acknowledge your worth, reclaim your power, and find your voice in this noisy world. If you're feeling stuck and looking for help, or you just want to be reminded that it's a-okay to be your unique self in a conforming world, you're in the right place. You ready to ditch expectations other people have put on you and rise to become who you've always wanted to be? Let's go. Hello, hello, everybody. This is your host and life coach, Eva Miller, and this is episode 17 of the show. Today, I want to talk about a word that I have been focusing on for the last few weeks. It's something I want to explore because it popped into my mind as a very fleeting thought, and it turned into something more. And now it's actually become the word that I am focusing on. And I want to share a few of my thoughts with you so that we can explore it a little bit. The word is release, and today I'm going to talk about things that we should consider maybe releasing and why, but in the next couple of episodes, we're going to talk about some practical things and how to navigate it, because sometimes releasing things sounds good, but it's hard to do, and I want to talk about what that looks like. We're going to hear from someone who's done something very difficult in this area and take a look back through the rearview mirror as to how it turns out and how it feels later when you're on the other side and it's all said and done. So all of this stems from something that occurred. I can't say it happened to me because it didn't happen to me. I was involved. It was totally dependent on another party. It wasn't anything I could have avoided or was taking part in. It was just, I was completely neutral over here, but it does affect me. And I noticed one day I realized, you know, this is really starting to, I think this is holding me back. It's taken up too much headspace. Um, it's hard to navigate. I'm starting to feel kind of down. I'm feeling like it's holding me back. I'm feeling like this is hard and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make it better, if I can make it better, if it's even my job to make it better. And one of the people involved was very unkind. And as I was thinking about the unkindness, I asked myself as I, because I was like, wow, these moments, this is not just ruining a moment or affecting a moment. This is affecting many moments. And over time, this is turning into hours because I was giving it a lot of headspace and feeling really insecure and, and doing a lot of overthinking. And so I started coaching myself through it. You know, what do I need? What do I need to do? What do I got to have? What do I do with this? What's even mine to do? And I asked myself, what's something I could do that would support me in this situation right now? And immediately it was like, oh, I need to release this. I need to release this expectation in this particular area and just have to let that go. Then it's as if a bunch of blinders fell away and I could see so many other areas and levels that I also needed to release as well in order to support myself better. So I want to ask today, if you've ever thought to yourself, oh my gosh, I just want to run away and never come back. Or, you know, you maybe you see people post on social media saying things like, oh, I just want to go to the beach and never come home. And sure, we love the beach. And some people do genuinely want to live at the beach. But most of the time, we don't hate our lives. Most of the time, we're not miserable 24-7, 
But we have moments of misery and we, uh, obviously we want to avoid pain because that's what our brain tries to tell us to do. That's its job. And so we think, oh, if I could just stop this, it would be okay. And so we say things like, I want to get away, but getting away is not always the thing that actually would make things better. Sometimes we do need to add things into our life to make it better. Maybe adding an exercise, moving your body more, maybe adding in more vegetables, maybe doing some things would be better and make it better. But a lot of the time, I believe we need to release things. So with that spirit today, I want to ask you, have you ever thought about whether you need to release the expectations you have of other people, how they respond to things, the expectation you have about the way they should think about something or the way they should view something. I never realized how many expectations I have of other people on all kinds of levels. Oh, I wouldn't have expected this person to feel this way take this stance on something that's really controversial or to like this kind of politician or to like this type of movie or to dress this kind of way. Like we just expect things without realizing we have expectations. Then it prompted me when I was thinking about that, prompted me to ask myself, what expectations do I have of me? I put expectations on me based on shoulds. I should do this. I should do that. I, I should go here. I should go there. I should be this kind of person. And uh, by and large, those are great aspirations, but it doesn't mean that they're all practical. And what happens is I end up feeling guilty over something that I wasn't even prepared to tackle. So when I don't do it well, it's kind of like, oh, gee, I suck. And that's not always true, but I know I'm not the only person who does that. So I think we should examine what are some expectations I have of other people that maybe are unrealistic or unfair. Maybe they stem from a place of control. Maybe they stem from fear of if I don't expect this, if I don't push for this, I'm afraid I'm going to get something over here that's negative. And I think we have to be really careful about that because that creeps up without us really being aware of what's happening. It's just there. And it's an undertone. It's, it's like buried underneath. We've got to peel the layers to get to it. I wonder, do we need to release the aim for perfection? Like, there's a difference. Can you agree with me? There's a difference between wanting to do something well and becoming hyper-focused on being perfect at whatever it is. Because doing something well, giving it your best, whatever your best is, is not the same thing as trying to be perfect or to look perfect. And under perfection, I have to ask, what's the feeling that's hiding behind that or under it? Because a lot of the time, it's probably going to be a fear of rejection. If I'm perfect, they'll have to like it or like me because I did it. Maybe you were a kid and you did something and 
okay, you were a kid, so maybe you didn't understand the concept of doing something thoroughly or with your very best work. Maybe you were just doing it because you were caught up in a moment or in emotion or because you love it. And then maybe someone looked at it and said, and you know, something critical. Maybe it was a parent, maybe it was a sibling, maybe it was a teacher. And they got critical about the thing that you did. And then from that point on, you were like, oh, I'm gonna do it better next time. And I think that there's a healthy part of that that can drive us. But by and large, we skip right over the healthy part and we go to the unhealthy by trying to make that be the thing that we pursue is perfection. They say practice makes perfect, and that's true sometimes, but practice makes progress every time. And sometimes progress is good enough or it has to be good enough, and that's okay. I want to ask you if there's anything, any ways that you're shooting yourself that you need to release. I should do this. I should be that. I should be involved in this. Is there any of that that you're taking on that's maybe not yours to take? Are there any areas where you're trying to please other people and put their wants first that maybe you need to release? Because I think being thoughtful and considerate of other people is awesome and amazing and wonderful, but not to the detriment of yourself. So do you need to release the need to please others? Do you do that too much? Have you gone into the unhealthy part of that? I mean, I think that there's a certain amount of, oh, this would make a person happy that's, that's healthy and it's okay to do. We do enjoy bringing joy to other people, right? But we can take it too far. Do you need to release doing things that you don't want to do? Do you say yes to things you really want to say no to, but you don't know how or you're afraid to? If so, I highly recommend you um, listen to, I think it's episode seven, um, but it's all about saying no. But Maybe you need to release the guilt that comes with saying no. Maybe you know, yep, I have to say no to this for whatever reason. Maybe it's not your choice or maybe there's some way that you're absolutely incapable of saying yes, but you feel guilty because you don't want to say no. Maybe you need to release that. Are there some standards that you've put on yourself that you need to release? Like the need to have a perfect home in decor or cleanliness or, oh, I can't have a home in this, in, you know, anything less than this neighborhood because it's not good enough or whatever. Is there some negative self-talk you need to release? Is there something you've been telling yourself that maybe is true sometimes, but you magnify it in your mind and you behave as if it's true all the time? and you beat yourself up over it? Do you constantly remind yourself of ways that you've failed, mistakes you've made, and focus on those instead of focus on releasing those things and moving on to something better? Because you may make mistakes, but that doesn't make you a bad person. You're more than just the sum of what you do. So, What's in there that you might need to release? Do you need to release the habit of taking things personally? 
Most of the time, the things that other people do aren't personal toward us. They're simply reflections of what they think about themselves on the inside. And it comes out. But then we have things about us that we think about ourselves on the inside. And that's how we think, you know, someone has done something personal to us. And that's not always true. Is there anything in there that you need to release? You know, the problem isn't usually that we lack knowledge. Almost always our problem is a lack of action. So what do you need to act on? What do you need to actively release? Do you need to stop shooting yourself? Do you need to stop replaying the tape of your mistakes in your head? Do you need to stop telling yourself all the negative self-talk of, I'm not good at this, I can't do this? Do you need to release some practices or habits that aren't serving you? Like scrolling on social media, watching TV? Do you need to release the habit of comparing yourself to other people? Because what happens when you do that, if it's someone you don't know well, and let's say you meet them on social, they're showing the highlights of their life, and you immediately compare because you know the real stuff behind the scenes of yourself, but you're watching the highlight reel of theirs on social, and you think, man, she's so much better than me. She's got it more together than I do. But then when you get to know someone and you really get the behind the scenes look into their life, well, then you're still comparing yourself, but now you're, you flip it. And now you're like, well, at least I don't do that. At least I'm better than this. At least my house is clean. At least I don't do that, whatever that is. So do you need to release comparing yourself to other people? Do you put limits on yourself that you need to release? Are there excuses you've been making you need to release? Do you have a scarcity mindset you need to let go of? Do you have a weak mindset that you need to release? Do you have any stuff you need to release? Things you own that you don't use, things you own that are cluttering up your house, things you own that require maintenance to take care of them or clean them that you don't want to put in the effort for? How much of your stuff that you have do you use? How much do you need? How would you feel if you released some of it? Not everybody has to be a minimalist. I'm a little bit of one, but I'm not like super hardcore about it. I just know that when I have less stuff, I think more clearly. I feel lighter. My headspace is better. And it's easier for me to think without a lot of clutter. It's like getting a haircut. You know, the times that I have had long hair and cut my hair short, I always joke and say I feel like a frisky puppy. But that's how I feel when I get rid of my stuff, too. I mean, you know, I know it can be hard. We're attached to our stuff. But the truth is, we somehow equate owning things with being important. And that's not true. You're not important because of what you own. Maybe some of your stuff is holding you back. And it holds us back in ways like, you know, I've seen people who have garages full of crap and they clean it out and you've, they, they found like one of grand, great grandma's shoes. One. One of the two was found. And instead of throwing it away, the person's holding onto that one shoe because it was great grandma's. Who cares? She's gone. She can't wear it. And nobody can wear just the one shoe. So toss it. 
And if you find the other shoe later, toss it too. There's no point in saying, oh, but great-grandma wore this. Okay, well, that's all right. Chances are her shoes aren't even in fashion anymore anyway. And if she wore them a lot, they might not even be comfortable. She wore all the good right out. Don't be afraid to release some things just because they might have sentimental meaning to you. Do you have a need to control that you need to release? Do you need to learn to go with the flow a little more in a few areas of your life? Do you have any emotional baggage you need to release? We're the ones who assign meanings to things and to behaviors. It doesn't mean that they're true. Feelings aren't facts. Do you need to release the need to get validation from other people? Do you only feel good about yourself if you think other people feel good about you? Because it doesn't have to be like that. It shouldn't be like that. It is great to have other people in your corner who love you, support you, cheer you on, and encourage you and think that you're the best thing since sliced bread. But you can live a great, happy, fulfilled, joyful life. Even if the people who are closest to you don't like what you're doing, don't approve of it, even if they think you're wrong, even if they shut you out, you can still have an amazing life without their validation and approval. Do you need to release the mentality of better play it safe? Are you afraid to take risks? And have you been hiding behind things that you need to let go? Do you need to release the fear of making a mistake? Because if you're not making mistakes, you're not growing. If you're not failing at something, you're not growing. We always think the destination is the ultimate in becoming, but the truth is the journey is what makes us become. So as I sign off today, maybe think about some things that you want to release. Maybe you've already been thinking about some stuff you know you need to put down and you just haven't done it yet or haven't thought it all the way through. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Please email me at eva at fracturedtofabulous.com. I'd love to know your thoughts. Do you agree? Have you already been working on this? Do you want to work on this? I'd love to talk to you. I'll talk to you next week. We're going to be back with talking about releasing some of your responsibilities. See you then. Okay, Changemaker, that's it for me this time. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in working with me, you can book a Blue Skies Discovery call. It's totally free. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for being here. Talk to you next Monday.